moving to oneness. Nourishing curiosity. Embracing differences. Becoming one. Nature today is a great metaphor. It's July here in Germany. It's cool. I got a sweater on. And the wind is asking us to pull inward, to pull together all of your energy and lines that you've sent out into the world for a few days more before it comes nice and warm and it's time for us to expand, to bring our new ideas out into the world. Fascinating how it is, right? The north wind is here at the moment. So welcome everyone. I'm Mylene Elke, your host of the Moving to Oneness podcast. Yeah, the sky is cloudy too. So, you know, it invites you to in a way push in or pull in whatever you prefer, how to visualize it, your energy to keep it more close to heart, to calm down, to be more contemplative in what you are, who you are, and what are the next steps for you, for me, for all of us. Right? There are many topics we can talk about and do need to be spoken about. There's the landscape, right? The work we're here to do as a light being for nature. Then the work we're here to do for ourselves. How to optimize our state, our energy field. And then also what to do and support other human beings here on the planet. Not that they're not part of nature, but to distinguish it a little bit more, right? Because at the end, that is more where we get our monetary support. So let's start with what to do for nature outdoors. I've been traveling. <laughs> you may have noticed there haven't been so many episodes and I needed the time also to go within myself and observe the world, what is there now, and what wants to be created. What is that I have to do, and may, you may have had the same thoughts, what is it for you to do that is really needed in the future? What can you let go, what can I let go that is not important anymore? Yeah, and I looked a lot at rivers and water, the ocean, the northern sea, the water of the mountains, right, lakes, ponds, wetlands, and even puddles of the rain. 
So one thing is, how can we make water flow natural again? How we can revitalize the way it flows, right? Rivers, a lot of canals have been built many decades ago. And which ones are serving us and which ones are not serving us? And can we start in little areas or little places, right, where the water is not in vast volume, to meander again, to also set the landscape back to what is needed, right? I lived once in, uh, in the U.S., in the state of Georgia, close to the Oconee River by Athens. And there I observed what ha happens to the surrounding of the river as it fluctuates during the time, you know, raises its water level or lets it drop. And there in the way, if I remember correctly, there are like three parts, depending on how far it reaches out when it raises the level, certain plants are needed. Right? There are more plants that uh, need a lot of water that thrive there. A certain microclimate. So see what is needed in your microclimate. Wherever you live around the globe. Right? Where can you take away a straight line? An artificial straight line? Meander it restore some plants and maybe take some time. Maybe a creek goes through your land. You may have influence on that piece. Also then not so much sediment is stored in the wrong place. We see that now with the Colorado River, right? That big monumental icon of our globe. It's in a way also dying out because of a huge dam which was efficient for energy but it was not thought about the sediment that is now building up behind the wall which should have been downstream as well as a food living material for insects for fish for other animals right because there's such a unique plant community and animal community, right, species. So this is something to think about. A little I, I wanted to throw out, and especially as I was in um, the Netherlands, where there are so many dams, and even the area I had been, it's considered UNESCO place, because the wet, it's wetlands, and you can see these beautiful birds. I brought some feathers back I found on, on the pathway on the road, right, to bring that energy of uh, supporting that they can keep their way of living and don't have to die out. So this is one topic. The more you can maybe put your energy in there or read up on it. I don't want to take a whole podcast about this in the future. And what can you do or in your garden? Can you minimize uh, the lawn? 
and provide more plants for insects. Mice, right? The list goes on of what animals are needed, what plants are needed. And then also the plant material. Maybe as things, shrubs get too big or die off, get too old, replace them with plants that flower and provide food to you and to the animal world. Again, the insects, the birds, maybe even a fox, right? They like berries as well. Because we cannot wait for politicians. It's going to take ages. If we don't have food, then they'll do something, right? But even, what do they do first? They raise taxes. And that is really not the way to go. So self-initiative is a good way to go. You know, plant your herbs. Anyway, herbs are also really fantastic to support you. And if you have then your home or your garden, if you have one, a chance to go out and stroll and, and, and pick a few berries only. And, and only those few berries already will provide you with such vast uh, minerals, uh, vitamins, uh, antioxidants. Uh, anyway, the list goes on, right, to support your body. And if you don't have, think you have a green thumb, start small. Read about it. Learn about it, ask a friend or ask around in the neighborhood. Maybe there are community gardens. And maybe you can support with your specialty. Maybe you're good in technology or organizing people to come together to create something beautiful, right? Support others. This way we also learn. It's an easier way to learn by experience by getting our hands uh, dirty. And even if you have a balcony, right? What kinds of shrubs? Maybe not so many exotics. Plants that don't grow in your region. That's considered an exotic. Many plants are from China because they have such a vast ecosystem that they have so many that fit in different areas in the world. So take a look what grows in your woods and what would you love to see again that you maybe saw as a child and you haven't seen again. Maybe you're a writer, write about that, these topics. I'm noticing, I'm speaking more about it. Okay, maybe it's because I'm a landscape architect. It's still in me and observing the beauty of our world. So maybe you are able to write and talk about it more as well. So it becomes part of a conversation and you can create new ideas with others. And the other thing is our topsoil, right? With this way, uh, we will be able to hold soil where it is being created and it's not washed off and disappears and runs off to places it shouldn't be. There's a beautiful experiment in India, right? They, if they take a piece of land and are able to put back on 10% of the land trees, shrubs and plants 
then it will be able to create enough topsoil for the rest of the other 90% of the land. Right? And that means we can grow crops. Oh, fruit trees. Yeah, we have lost millions of fruit trees around the world. So many kinds fruit trees don't live for such a long time. So when they get old or they've not been replaced. So maybe you can go out or in your community or your village you can plant and collect money to plant a few trees. Again, to feed the community and to feed wildlife and to provide a living space for animals and insects. Because again, I think it's our input is needed. Every little bit you can do, that I can do, that we can do, expands out into the world and others see us do it and they ask them questions. Yeah, that's the fascinating thing. And maybe they do it then too. Or even they have a nicer idea. And then also do a little research if you live in different countries than I do, right? There are different ways to plant and I think the way of planting has been so normalized. Look back, how did your ancestors, or go into a meditation and ask ancestors. Oh, that's a good one, I have to do a class about this, a workshop. Where we go back and ask our ancestors that have lived here, what did you plant, what grew well? So there's a vast information. Shamans do that to retrieve information for rituals, right? If they have lost their communities over time or have shrunk or have forgotten or only had partial rituals left. We can do that. We're beings with vast knowledge going to, right? One, being one, our oneness, celebrating that with everything that exists. So there's a song maybe right now for you to remember what is best for you to do because we're all so different we have all such different talents you have a different purpose than me right i look at beauty i share wisdom i teach and nature is close to me so what is it for you and how can you use what you have to support the environment and in the long run the people and yourself. Tick, 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 tick,
pa tu pu pa tu tu lu tu 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 spirits and the galactics right I hope you got beautiful answers of what to do to improve your own life to improve the life of others mine thank you of our children and also that the crafts and the memories of what plant material is out there what herbs are there when you go for a walk If you have children, teach them. And maybe children out of the community. Bring them closer to acknowledging or recognizing what is in front of them. That not every green leaf is a green leaf. yeah, And what it is a remedy for. Hmm. This is beautiful. I'll leave you with this. To ponder what is for you the next step in your own creation of yourself, but also for the birds, for nature. The birds are singing out there. That's why they're chirping, I'm hearing them. So I wish you the best. If you have desires of certain topics, do connect with me. You can email me at mylin, M-E-I-L-I-N, at movingtooneness.com. Or if you want to join our Facebook group, Moving to Oneness, and you can reach me there. Send me your ideas, whatever you desire. And I wish you the best of time and have fun creating, maybe getting your hands dirty in the soil, exchanging your wisdom with nature and other people. This is Mylene, sending you love. Bye-bye. Thank you.